Catching up with the coordinator, new installment here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Taylor Housewright joins us, I think his third appearance now on this segment. Appreciate Montana State Sports Information for setting us up and Brent Vegan for letting us talk to his guys. Taylor Housewright joining us, the uh, Montana State second-year offensive coordinator. And Coach, we'll start with the question that everybody around uh, Bobcat Nation is talking about. What's going on with the quarterback situation? Tommy Malott cleared earlier this week. Uh, Sean Chambers has been uh, really, really, really good since uh, he came into the starting lineup. So uh, where are you at with it? How excited are you to have Tommy Malott back in the fold? Yeah, I mean – Ultimately, I think everybody knows this. We've got two really good quarterbacks and two guys with different skill sets in some aspect. They both can run, but they run differently. Um, and two great human beings that, honestly, they're great friends and they compete and have a good time together and they don't care who, who the guy is. I mean, they're competitive. Of course, they want to take every snap because they think they can do it all. But uh, both of them are about winning. And they want to help the team anyway. And, gosh, we're going to play both of them just like we did before. And Chambers got even more experience in the offense because, yeah, he's an experienced quarterback, but he's only been in the system for less than a year so he's still learning it in some aspects at times so I'm proud of him where he's come from and how things ended poorly at Wyoming and um, he's really found a love for Bozeman and this university and his teammates and um, I guess you gotta get Tommy not to slide anymore sliding's no good get hit in the noggin so um, other than that I'm excited to have them both back. One thing that's been so impressive uh, the, as league play has begun is, is just the tempo you guys have been able to play with and varying tempos as well. I mean, really up pace against UC Davis and then some more methodical stuff, but also playing quick last week. How do you maintain that tempo if you do have multiple guys taking snaps? Well, I, I think uh, our guys, our players, obviously we train in altitude. It's a big testament to our strength coach when we want to go fast. You know, when teams come to altitude and they're not used to it, um, we pretty much go into every game, and I know that we have had a harder summer conditioning. We've had a harder fall camp, and we practice hard during the week. No doubt about it. I've been on eight different programs in my young career so far, so um, I know that's the case. And changing, I think, when you just go fast, that's easy for defenses. When you just huddle, that's easy for defenses. And I've been in different offenses and played in different offenses. I have five coordinators myself in college, and they're all real successful now. And I think changing speeds is the key. And when you get in a rhythm, our guys love it. Our old line is athletic. We don't weigh, we don't have a bunch of 320-pounders up there. Um, they're strong, and they're athletic, and they can run. And when we can get guys on their heels and wear them out and not let them sub, that's when we're at our best because our guys do a great job thinking when they're tired. And we, and we train that way, no different than um, I think you got to train the way you're going to play. And I make them think when they're tired, and I, I like to tell them that we think better when we're tired than everybody else. So if we can get them going fast and then slow them down and um, not allow the defense or the D coordinator getting a rhythm, that helps you ultimately just that little more on game day. No doubt. It's such a good point. Now, I've said this on my uh, Nuanas Now ESPN radio show and on this podcast already throughout this season that I've been so impressed with y- yourself and the rest of the offensive staff, your ability to adjust and sort of mold uh, to your personnel. When I watch the the run schemes, it looks like you guys are doing a lot of different stuff than a year ago, but such stuff that it accentuates like you're talking about, that speed, that athleticism, you know, your, your offensive line, getting guys horizontal and, and making cutback lanes for the running back. So, I mean, how much of it has been just sort of a work in progress pairing the scheme with the guys that you got and what have you thought of those guys being able to absorb some new stuff and and be even more diverse than you have been well I think one you got to play to your coaching staff and the system right I want to always have a system that's easy to learn but that's versatile based on what we have okay that's number one number two do you have coaches that can teach it and are good teachers and we do we have a great staff a veteran staff on offense guys that have been multiple guys that have been uh, coordinators on our staff um and then second you've got to have the or third you've got to have the players that are smart enough to do it 
um, and do what they can do. And obviously you're seeing it now. We're very athletic up front. I um, mean, we get a lot of reps and practice to work on that from an outside zone standpoint. Um, and it fits our tailback. So um, I think ultimately everybody on Saturday wants to see high flying scoring and there's things that look fancier, you know what I mean? But um, when you have a guy like Isaiah Fonze last year, you're going to run the ball up the middle because the guy ran for 1,600 some yards and is really, really good at it. You know, not that he's not good at other things. When you have a guy like Lane Sumner and Elijah Elliott, some of the guys have been playing for us. They're really good at outside zone, which fits their offensive line. So it's not what I want to do necessarily. It's have a system that's versatile, um, that you can play to different guys and how you recruit. Um, have a system that your coaches can teach and have a system that your players, what, what, what are they good at, you know, and try to do what the defense isn't good at ultimately. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Taylor House right here on uh, the Big Sky Breakdown, catching up with the coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator at Montana State. Uh, tell me about the two senior transfer wide receivers. I'm doing a little uh, print story on those guys, Ravy Olsen and Cleavon Thomas, and uh, both all, uh, such entertaining guys. I had them both on the radio this week, and they were awesome. Such great interviews. Um, it seems like they got some confidence and maybe some maturity too, but how have you thought those guys have fit in, uh, both uh, you know from a personnel standpoint, but also just uh, as guys in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, I think it's no secret, obviously, here at Montana State. We've done a great job running the ball over the last five years, and we're trying to build the passing game, and we are. You know, we're a lot more efficient at it, and we're better. We haven't had to completely just let it rip because we've been running the crap out of the football. But um, So when you get you go to the portal and look for guys, um, it, it hasn't been the most exciting place, obviously, to come as a receiver. But testament to those dudes, they want to win, ultimately. Yeah, of course, all receivers are the same. They want the ball, and I try to get them the ball. I think that's important. But um, they want to win, and they stepped in and just loved the this team, you know, different backgrounds. One's D3 guy that matured in college and has an opportunity to prove himself, and another guy's coming from the SEC um, where things didn't work out at the end but played a lot of football there. And the biggest thing that they love about this place is just the team atmosphere, you know what I mean, and what our guys um, bring to the table from that standpoint, knowing their name and getting to know them. And they've done such a good job being great leaders and bringing their experiences to our team, as well as obviously, as you know, we've been shoot, we've had multiple games where we're over 300 yards rushing. It's not like we're throwing the ball over the place. So, um, yeah, of course they want it, but they've been blocking their butts off and um, great personalities, um, great leaders, and I couldn't be happier going to the portal and getting guys like that because a lot of people have this negative connotation with a transfer pro that's all selfish guys who just couldn't play at their school. That's not true. Sometimes it's guys that just want a different opportunity and have done all they can do at their school and they want to win and uh, prove themselves along with um, trying to win a championship. 
Such a good point. And, and I think that, that there is so much more nuance than just, you know, kids can't commit to anything or, you know, they're selfish or whatever. Right. There is such a, there's an art to it. And I do think it, especially at the premier FCS programs, if you vet it properly and you, you get the right guys and you get guys that are coming to you right. for the right reasons, it can benefit both parties. And I mean, like like Coach Vegan said after the UC Davis game, right? I mean, he said what, what Sean Chambers is doing right now, that's what transferring is supposed to be, you know, right. getting a chance to rewrite right. the ending of your story on your own terms so it seems like those the receiver guys are doing that as well correct yes they are and they're having a good time and like i said of course they want the rock a little more and um, hopefully we have that game um, where we got to rely on them and they'll be ready for it but um, they're enjoying themselves like i said you've seen our game day and our fan base and this conference is good football so they're doing a good job well, speaking of this conference, Montana State off to a 3-0 and start in conference play. Um, so t- last two questions for you, Coach. First, what have you thought of sort of the uh, consistent improvements since the Oregon State game? Because, uh, you know, I've been to all three of your games since then, and you guys have certainly uh, gotten better in a lot of different fashions. What has that taken, and what do you think of that as a coach? Yeah, I mean, that, that's huge. That's all you're wishing as a coach, right? You get through fall camp, you have your winter, or excuse me, you go back, you have your winter conditioning, guys get bigger and stronger. Then you have your spring ball and guys learn the offense more and know and, and learn themselves more the things they got to work on. Then you go to summer and get in shape and you want to see guys improve their bodies and lose body fat and um, get conditioned um, and test themselves. And, and then you have fall camp and it's about um, figuring out who those 22 guys are are on both sides of the ball, starters and backups are going to help you. And then every week from there, she's getting better. Find something to get better at, whatever it is, one or two things every week that you can say, okay, I can not put this behind me. I'll refine it every week, but I got better. And that's the key, right? We're going to screw up. We're dealing with college because we've got a young offense in a lot of areas. Um, and as long as we just keep getting better, um, that's the key, right? It's a long season. You know, and I told our guys this week, I said, guys, don't fall asleep on – Hey, the first week of the season, you guys were in here at 6 a.m. before our 7 o'clock meeting, getting treatment, so excited, ready to go, eating breakfast. Do the little things, right? Make sure you're eating during the week. Make sure you're hydrated. Make sure you're going to class. So at the end of the week, before a game day, you can reward yourself with a game of of free thinking and just worrying about football because you've taken all your homework. You've done all your tests. You woke up every morning. Because as we know, especially in Montana, it gets darker and darker and darker, right? That sun doesn't come out, and it's easy to just say, you know, I'm going to sleep in another 30 minutes, another 15 minutes. Even as adults, we do that, right? Hey, let's refocus here. The the teams that – refocus and don't lose that energy from the beginning of the season and keep grinding through it those are the teams that keep winning you know teams that keep getting better and doing a little more change your schedule a little more to improve it um whatever that is more treatment more sleep uh studying more so you feel good about your school so it doesn't stress you out about football those are the teams that end up winning you know what i mean for sure last thing for you then coach uh northern colorado trip to Greeley. so what what do you think of the bears uh so far what's the scout and what matchups are you looking to attack yeah, I mean, they're they're dangerous, man. They've got good players. They've got scholarship guys just like we do. They've been in every single game, just that haven't um, finished it. You know what I mean? And they're going to be looking to win. They ain't going to lay over by any means. You know, they've got guys that understand football as a coaching staff, um, and we're going to have to go up there and take it from them at their place. Different, right, than our place. Our place, how, how could you not get up and play for a game because it's whatever, 22,000, 25,000 fans, whatever it is. Um, there's not going to be that many fans there, but they've got a lot of passion and pride, and that program and we got to go on the road on a business trip uncomfortable sleeping in different beds and um and ultimately like i tell you guys we can't worry about who we're playing okay we can't play down or play up or play even we just got to find a way to get better and improve on what we screwed up last week and um and some it takes every game's different it's its own little season and you got to win different ways so hopefully our guys uh are up to the challenge 
and we mature and we go up there and compete and do everything we're supposed to do to win a football game. Taylor House, right offensive coordinator, Montana State Bobcats. They're at Northern Colorado on Saturday, catching up with the coordinator here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Coach, appreciate the time. Very insightful as always. We'll catch up with you here probably pretty soon. But in the meantime, uh, best of luck on Saturday, and thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. Bye.